taps it out to Plummer. 18 seconds for the game. Stop sign is up from Brad Underwood. Not easy. Not easy at all. On this Friday after Thanksgiving, down to eight seconds for the game. Illinois is going to win it 94-85 over Texas, Rio Grande Valley. But they get it done. Put it in the win column. Exactly as they drew it up. Well, probably not. The Illini get punched in the mouth early. A little shaky there for a while, but they find the big man. Alfonso Plummer continues to hit from deep. The Illini have just enough grit to pull it out. 94-85 to 85 over UT Rio Grande Valley. Oh my. What are your thoughts here on the Fasters Etc. postgame show? We'll get to those in a moment. First, our rapid reaction brought to you by Cozad Asset Management and Mr. Scott Beatty, we had a, a few wide-eyed looks at each other <laughs> as the night went along, but the Illini do just enough to, to pull it out in the end. First of all, I don't know if Kofi Coburn had enough on Thanksgiving because <laughs> he was feasting today. But yeah, that that got rough, but Illinois is in full survival mode right now. You had two and a half starters out mm-hmm. Plus another guy that was pegged to get some more minutes in Brandon Pajemski, who had the flu and couldn't go hardly at all. I mean, this is just raise your hand if you're available. Cool, you're playing. <laughs> That's what this is right now. I know, I know you want to win by a lot more over UT Rio Grande Valley. You won. Just take it and go. I think that's kind of how the Illini felt towards the end of it. It's like we can, we we've got this, you know, back into the lead. It took you know almost 36 minutes to to get there, or 34 minutes, whatever it was, and, and they eventually got it. And then it was just like, okay, if we if we just survive these last five minutes, we'll get on to the next. I saw some things I liked, saw a lot of things that I I didn't like. Um, and, and we'll get into those here on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. That's our rapid reaction brought to you by Cozad Asset Management for over 45 years, striving to serve financial needs and build lasting relationships with clients. You guys are up next. The phone number 217-356-9397. You can text us your thoughts as well on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line 217-351-5357. Lot to dissect here on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show up next. Trent Meacham from Cozad Asset Management and Jay Downey from the Downey Group. Championship teams are strategic on offense and strong on defense. This is our game plan for your financial future. Grow your wealth using personalized investment strategies with Cozad Asset Management. Protect your wealth through industry-leading life, disability, and long-term care insurance services with the Downey Group. The Cozad Downey Alliance creates a team you can trust with your financial future. We've partnered together to serve individuals, multi-generational families, and businesses in this community for all of their financial planning needs. Are you positioned to experience financial growth? Are the futures of your family and business secure with proper insurance protection? Grow with COZAD, protect with Downey. It's time to plan your winning game. Call me today at 356-8363 to get started. Securities offered through M Holding Securities, Inc., a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA and SIPC. COZAD Investment Advisory Services offered through COZAD Asset Management, Inc. COZAD Asset Management and the Downey Group, Inc. are independently owned and operated. 
By the way, they've got three Johnsons on this team. Three. Fighting Illini game day coverage continues on your flagship home for Fighting Illini Athletics. News Talk 1400 at 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5. Now it's your turn on the Fasteners Etc. post-game show. Fasteners Etc., your partner in inventory management. Call us with your thoughts, 217-356-9397. Or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Now, the Fasteners Etc. post-game show with your hosts, Scott Beatty and Evan Kahn. Plummer, they leave him open wide, and he hits a three from the right wing. He has four of them. Tell you what, that record of eight is going to be in big trouble, I think, this year. Then they go by the boards tonight. We'll see. Rebound to Monte Williams. Williams out of there with it. Fast break ahead. Plummer, here he goes for three. Got it. Timeout. They're losing Alfonso Plummer. He has hit five threes, count of five in the first half, and he's the offense right now. Didn't quite go for the record tonight, but as Brian said, uh, we're, we're going to keep that close by for, for most of this year. Is that because Trent Meacham said, that's enough? <laughs> Possibly. Uh, but uh, also, you know, Kofi Coburn was just kind of going off there in the second half, so they didn't need him quite as much, but... Plummer kept the offense going in the first half. Goes for 30 tonight. Probably what I like to see most. 8 for 8 from the free throw line. And the Illini win it by 9. No Andre Crabello. No Trent Frazier. No Jacob Grandison. No, it was not a a good win. But the Illini do pull off the win. And and we want to get your thoughts on this game. You can give us a call, as Gene just said. Fan line 217-356-9397. And we will start there on the fan line. Going down to Kentucky with our friend Steve. What do you got for us, Steve? Hey, gentlemen. Uh, Good evening. Uh, Wow. Uh, it's, uh, I guess I'm happy that we, we got the, the win. Uh, that's the most important thing. But um, I was out in Kansas City uh, for the last two games, and so I got to take in uh, all that basketball. And, you know, I, I think Cincinnati is a, actually a pretty good team. Um, I'd be very surprised uh, if they didn't make the tournament. Um, they got a couple – their guards are just – lightning quick and and do a great job of getting to the basket and um but i'm seeing a trend that definitely is concerning you know even with trent and some of our better defenders out there we are our the guard penetration that's happening against us is uh is not good guys are getting to the basket uh very well i i don't even understand that how we can be number two in the nation in Kim Palm and defense efficiency and how they even get those statistics with only <laughs> five, six games into the year. I really, you know, what competition you're playing and et cetera. But yeah. anyways, um, I think if we can somehow clean that up and obviously it hurts not having uh, our, our guys in there, but a uh, um, lot to, 
to be excited about with Plummer getting going and and just Kofi just dominating. But we we got to be able to stop that guard penetration um, if we're going to be uh, successful this year. Um, so hopefully we can get some guys healthy. And I'm pretty I'm still optimistic about this team. I think that there's a lot of talent. Um, we just got to be able to put it together. And uh, you know I was definitely disappointed in Hutcherson tonight. I thought. This could be a game he gets a lot of minutes, which he did, but five turnovers, and I was just wanting somebody else to be able to create a shot for others and create their own shot because um, we need one other guy to be able to do that um, when we get up against some some good defensive teams, uh, be able to break some people down and, and get some open shots for others because Plummer's a great shooter, and I think, but he just he's not going to take you off the dribble much and be able to create his own shot. We're going to have to get him open or others are going to have to, uh, you know, find him and get him open to, to be real successful. So hopefully we'll be able to, you know, put it all together here, but a win's a win. You can, I'd rather learn from a win than a loss. So uh, <laughs> we'll take it all day long, but, uh, you know, look forward to uh, Notre Dame on Monday night here and we'll see if we can c- continue to get some W's here and hopefully we'll be healthy. Yeah, another shot coming up Monday. A lot of good thoughts there, Steve. Thanks for calling in. Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, you can give us a call, 217-356-9397. Texter, you know, echoing those kinds of things as well. And and if there's one thing that Brad's been able to put together over his five years is they've figured out some sort of defense by the end of it. But I am concerned, as he pointed out, I, I think they're still figuring out the help defenses. Mm-hmm. Um, Texter was pointing out in, in a past game, you know, Plumbers figuring out, all right, I've got to go over on these guys. I've got to go under on these guys. You know, just figuring out how to play team defense is something that that this team is still working on. Yeah, DeMonte and Plummer got tangled up on a switch. Mm -hmm. The line almost got burned. It was somewhere in the when the ball game was in the high 60s or early 70s. I can't remember the precise moment in the second half. Uh, Yeah, I don't know how much to pin that on the injuries and the you know they're not in their regular rotations right now and how much of that is just they need to grow and 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 just stay with your defensive plan mm-hmm. because that is what's going to that's what you can hang your hat on right now when you don't have all those playmakers when you don't have your regular offense going you have your defense and your rebounding that's what you can hang your hat on and that's what's gotten Illinois through these games so far yeah, and, you know, towards the end, I, I that's what pushed it over the top, I, I think, for the Illini. They figured out that defense. They could finally string together a couple stops. And the rebounding as well, uh, UT... UT Rio Grande Valley led the rebounding battle most of the way, but there towards the end, you know, once again, DeMonte, Coleman, uh, and, and Kofi, and all those guys were flying in there to get the boards. I, I think it's it's a little bit of both. I, I think they're working through, you know, who's in the lineup, who's not in the lineup, and they, they've just got to be better on, on that defensive side as well. So, um it was a. I, I think it was a good thing they scheduled this game here before the Notre Dame game. Uh, they didn't plan on probably having the guys out in, in the last you know four or five games going the way that they did, but uh, it kind of worked out that way, and the Illini come away with a nine-point win. All right, let's go back to the phones. Jr. has been hanging on with us. He's in Champaign. What do you got, Jr.? 
Hey, how do you think this uh, team is from a one to ten? How would you rate them? On on a one to ten scale, yeah, I yeah. I don't even know how those things grade out. So uh, just go yeah, ahead with well, your thoughts. Are we gonna make the tournament or not? If um, we I I I would put my money on the yes. Let's get uh, uh somebody with some thoughts on here. Simeon, Simeon's actually in town. <laughs> Simeon's not in Virginia. He is in the pain, and uh, I, I'm not sure what kind of Kool Aid we're we're drinking tonight, Simeon. But the Illini got the win. Yeah, well, you know, guys, I'm always going to be drinking the Kool-Aid. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, glad to be in town, glad to take in the game. Um, one of the things that I noticed is uh, in the beginning of the game, we had a hard time uh, getting into our offense, but I didn't know we were going to have so many players missing. And other than Plummer, it wasn't a, um, a lot of confidence that I saw from shooters early on in the game. And uh, DeMonte got into foul trouble, in my opinion, because he wouldn't sit on the right hand of uh, Johnson. Mm. You know, from the stands, it's kind of hard to say, hey, stop this, don't let this guy go right. But um, eventually we did make the adjustment. So I'm pleased to come all this way (laughs) to enjoy a victory. Yeah, so um, glad to talk to you guys. Hope to see you soon. And uh, uh, thank you for... uh, uh, for taking my call. Have you guys heard from Steve by any chance? Uh, we have not heard from Steve tonight, but that would be the, the call out to Steve. There's our, our Steve signal. You know, give us a call so that, that we can get his <laughs> thoughts. But um, we appreciate you calling in, and we know you're you're in town, you know, doing other things. So thanks for, for your thoughts, and, you know, hopefully they can, they can put a, a little better performance together on Monday against Notre Dame. Yeah, if we if we got some more healthy guys, I think it'll be a much different game. Um, but we just initially we've had a lot of difficulty getting into our offense, and um, Plummer was shooting the ball with great confidence, but the other guys weren't. But later on, I'm, I was glad that they kind of got, uh, you know, seemed to be a little bit more comfortable shooting the ball later on in the game. So, and Kofi did an excellent job. So. Yep, Kofi's Kofi. All right, All right. Hey, a lot of good thoughts. Yeah, Thanks, Simeon. Yeah. All right, take care. Yeah, you too. There's Simeon calling in. Um, yeah, for the first thing, you know, DeMonte, once again, just stepping up into a role that I don't think he's going to be expected to do here in the future, and he did a pretty good job at that. And I think, as he was talking about, he's not going to be guarding most guys' number one options going forward. Hopefully that's Trent. And, you know, DeMonte's usually that guy that's helping out Trent and in those gaps, and they're missing, you know, once one guy goes to a spot and you got to do the musical chairs thing. But uh, once again, thank goodness for the super senior year. You know, in video games, when you could choose your character, and I'm not, I, I, you're probably more of a gamer than I ever was. But you would choose a character, and each one had, like, strengths and weaknesses, or they would have a higher score in this area. I don't know, speed or shooting or whatever it mm-hmm. was. And, you know, I feel like DeMonte is like a 6 or a 7 on, like, everything. Yeah. <laughs> like, name something he does really, really well, you know, but he doesn't do anything really, really terribly. He's not that quick. You know, he's okay, so he's not going to... But he does most things like well. Mm-hmm. He's usually in the right spot. He's making the right play. He's grabbing the rebound. He's defending. He's enforcing. It's hard to rag on Demonte Williams because you want him to do something more. He's like your 
utility guy in baseball. Mm-hmm. He'll play second base. He'll play third base. He'll go play outfield. <laughs> He's not going to be an MVP. He's not going to be an all-star, but you sure want him in the dugout, and you sure want him on the field, too. You know, I mean, you want him in the clubhouse, and you want him on the field. Yeah, He's this- like everything. This is a guy who was forced into playing a, a stretch four, you know, for a lot of his career, and, and now here twice in the first five games of his fifth year, he, he's been forced into point guard duties. Um, it's, he's having trouble hitting the rim with his shots right now. I don't yeah, know what's going on, uh, but and that, he's I, doing everything else. I think that's a, a lot to do with the flow of the offense, and also he's the only one initiating, going back to Simeon's point. You know, a lot of it early on, guys are just kind of dancing around the top of the key. They're not getting anything inside the lane. And then, you know, you get DeMonte, who's going to go in there with his head down, and he, he's going to create some things on offense. So, like to see that. Um, once again, I, I just... This this isn't the the formation of the Illini team that I hope we see the rest of the year. So, it was a a survive in advance kind of night. All right, let's get one more call in here before we get to our MX electrifying player of the game. Matthew's been hanging on in Champagne. What do you got, Matthew? Yeah, I think you guys made a lot of good points there. Um, I think the biggest thing that I saw tonight was, um, you know, when we're making our moves and. Um, you know, from the top of the key, and we're trying to develop on our offense. We're just moving a lot laterally. We're not doing anything downhill. Yep. Um, you know, unfortunately, when you have guys like DeMonte Williams, uh, who was, I believe, number one last year in the nation with three-point field goal percentage, and then you've got Alfonso Plummer transferring over. Um, these are guys that are shooting, you know, shooting the ball when it's passed to them. You know, they're not, they're catch and shoot guys and we're asking them to be off the dribble guys now. So of course their numbers are going to be down. Um, you know, hopefully that'll be something we see changing as, um, Andre comes back, Trent comes back. Um, as far as the defensive, um, schemes that we're running right now, unfortunately the, the thing is, is that we're just making the, um, I think we're making adjustments so late into the game. Uh, it seems like we're just waiting for everything to happen, and we're not. We're going into the locker room, and then we're making adjustments instead of on the fly. Um, that's that's all I've seen from Brad so far this year. Is um, he's just kind of letting them run run it out there, and we, you know, we have to come to terms with we don't have our floor general out there like we did with Ohio last year, who was able to tell. Everybody, like, we dive for balls at Illinois. We go for these things, and we're just not seeing the hustle. And, um, you know, we have a great team. We have a lot of talent. Um, but, you know, we, we do miss that leadership role, I think. Um, I think that's the biggest thing that we're lacking right now It's just somebody stepping up and taking over the, the reins, which is good to see uh, Luke, Luke being in there in the huddles, um, you know, getting the guys all ramped up and um, telling them, like, you know, we need to we need to dive for these balls we need to you know get downhill we need to do this and feed Kofi I think um you know eventually he'll develop into that guy Uh, but as of right now it's something big we're missing yeah a lot lot of good thoughts thanks thanks Matthew there was a moment there to his point where Goody got called for a foul it was the block from behind Mm -hmm. and I guess they got it on the body if there was any contact but he he didn't like it and then he immediately turned to the guys and rallied them to say huddle up huddle up instead of complaining or trying to reofficiate the call he was the one trying to rally the guys together i thought that was pretty good leadership for a freshman in a moment where he was the one that probably should have been the most frustrated because mm-hmm. he made a good play 
and then got whistled for the foul. So I like that, but I think Matthew's right. You don't have the leadership of Io. We should probably have a a horn or something that sounds every time we talk about it because at some point it's going to get old. But that's the reality. You don't have it. And basketball-wise, Io's a downhill guy. He was tremendous in that transition. That was his entire his offense, which led to the whole Illinois offense. He was tremendous going 94 feet. And Illinois is down that a little bit. And we've seen it time and time again with the hard hedging and kind of sealing off guards and make them go east to west, that's where Illinois' offense can get a little stagnant. So yeah. I, I agree. Yeah, I, I think that's going to come with, you know, point guards being more confident. Hutcherson, Corbello, Trent, DeMonte, you know, all of these guys. A lot of that is really just lowering your shoulder and, and turning the corner. A lot of these, they were letting the defenser, the defenders, you know, turn them towards the timeline, and they were content with just dribbling it out there and then trying to get some awkward angle to Kofi. I, I, I think that's going to come with guys having the ball in their hand. Once again, another IO thing. A lot of these guys aren't used to having the ball in their hand. It was IO setting up for them mm-hmm. or Corbello setting up for them and, and they're figuring, you know, those sorts of things out. And, and that is something another thing that Matthew pointed out. I think Brad's letting this team figure it out. A lot of people weren't happy, you know, against Cincinnati. I think that game was too far gone and, and that's kind of how we felt. And and you know, early in this game, once again, it was like they got hit in the mouth, and it's like, well, what can Brad do? As the 55-year-old coach, Can he, does he have to call a timeout every single time to get these guys to wake up, or is it, you know, is it Plummer or Goody or Kofi or somebody in that huddle? They've got to be the one that can just say, all right, guys, you know, hopefully it's before the game even starts, but, you know, when the tough gets going, it's got to come from a guy in a jersey. It can't come from one of the coaches. One more point on the defense. You have different guys out there playing defense, but who's really calling the defense? It's Kofi. Well, he was gone for three games. Now he's been in for three. You can't set on this forever, but Kofi hasn't been calling defense for the same guys for three games. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's another piece to this where – why are they getting mixed up on some ball screen coverages? Why are they letting guard penetration in? Might be some of what Kofi's having to figure out on how to run this defense because he's the one furthest down that sees everything mm-hmm. developing. The guards at the top of the key can't see everything going on behind him. Yep. All right, let's get to our MX Electrifying Player of the Game. MX Electric wants to be your electrician when you're in need of electrical services for both residential and commercial needs. Call 217-359-7293 to schedule your project. And remember, relax, call Max. I'm just wondering if we need to start having like an automatic qualifier for this Oh, MX electrifying right, player, right. and then maybe an at-large bid. <laughs> <laughs> so that we don't just give it to Kofi every single game. I know. It's like when the Bulls were in the 90s, it's like, okay, Jordan's the player of the game again. <laughs> <laughs> if Plummer would have gone for eight, and, and I think he will sometime this year, um, it would have been easy. And, you know, he was the one who kept him afloat. Kofi put him over the top in the second half. If Plummer doesn't hit five threes in the first half, mm-hmm. then it then this second half is a lot like Cincinnati. So I, I feel you, you know, our, our at-large would be Alfonso Plummer tonight. But, I mean, the guy went 15 for 19 from the floor, as well as 8 for 11 from the line for a career-high 38. He's there is absolutely no argument about who deserves the most electrifying player of the game. I'm yeah. just saying, we might be saying this a lot. All right. Well, 
maybe we're only three games in with Kofi. We'll we'll, we'll give it maybe a, a little more time and we'll reconsider. Uh, but but we just now, might need to start saying the MX electrifying player, not Kofi, not named Kofi <laughs> Coburn. Yeah. But tonight, we're only giving it to Kofi Coburn. Left side alley oop inside Hawkins to Coburn. What a slam! Bounce pass, high post, high low. Hawkins to Coburn. Another flush. See how the high low's working. Yeah. High low again. Williams inside. Coburn with a reverse up and in. They just keep going to it. And they keep getting results, but they keep trailing by two now. Yeah, we'll run down the numbers one more time. Another double double, double for Kofi Coburn. Is that his third in three games? It's at least his second consecutive so. one. Uh, 38 points. He had an assist in there as well. Hey, hey. And uh, only two turnovers in 38 minutes. Kofi had to play 38 minutes against a whack opponent for the Illini to win by nine. It is one point per minute played good. It's not bad. It's not bad. All right. He did not have a double-double in his first game. Okay, that's what I thought. More calls, more texts on the way. Fasters, etc. cetera, post-game show here on News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM and Light Rock 97.5 WHMS. Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. When there's work to do, ground to break, earth to move, and a reputation to uphold, you need the durable Kubota RTVX. Built with half-ton capabilities, industry-leading heavy-duty features, and a cargo bed that easily transitions into a second row of seating, the RTVX is North America's number one selling diesel utility vehicle. Visit your local Kubota dealer and test drive one today. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Berkey's at 2202 South High Cross Road in Urbana. All Pro Heating, AC, and Plumbing covers it all. From one end of your house to the other, family-owned, veteran-owned, proud to serve, and serve you. The number one trusted heating, air conditioning, and plumbing company, AllProHVAC.net. Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. ABC Sanitary, hauling and recycling. Family owned and locally operated. No contracts, no hidden fees. 356-0909. ABC Sanitary, the one to trust. What's Casasa checking with Prospect Bank? It's like adding points to the scoreboard for being a good team player. Open an account online at bankprospect.com. Member FDIC. Brian. You don't have to call me Ray, and you doesn't have to call me Jay, and you don't have to call me Ray J, just you don't have to call me Johnson. The conversation about today's game continues on the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Join in by calling the First State Bank Illini fan line, 217 217- Three five six nine three nine seven, or text us on the Castle Heating and Cooling text line two one seven three five one five three five seven. Now kicks to Hawkins. Hawkins with a drive and a slam on the left baseline. He flushes it home. Pass inside. Pretty feed. Bosman Verdock to Coburn for the flush. Coburn with a slam dunk. There are a couple early slams for the Illini. Kofi was doing a whole lot of that, but Coleman Hawkins had one as well in the first half. Not a whole lot of points in the paint outside of Kofi, but they still outscore UT Rio Grande Valley 42-34 in the paint, and they win it by 9. Fasteners, etc. Postgame show. 
Scott and Evan with you. Phone line is open. Got it. All kinds of texts to get to as well. Uh, 217 texter asking about why uh, why was a technical foul not called when a wrong player shot free throws? Um, I'm not sure what happened there. Uh, I know there was a, a technical foul assessed for flopping and uh, Plummer shot a f- technical free throw, but... Uh, not sure if there was a mix-up, but maybe somebody else can help us on that. Uh, 312 Texter is enjoying what Coleman Hawkins is doing. Need to clean up the turnovers and lack of defensive intensity. Go Illini. I I think I started to, to see that as well. Um, uh, I made the point after the Marquette game that Shaka Smart was slapping the floor more than the Illini, and we saw a little Alfonso Plummer slapping the floor. We saw some Luke Goody slapping the floor. I'm not all about raw-raw. But that just shows that the guys are engaged on the defensive mm-hmm. end. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't think it was there for the first 20 minutes, but they stepped it up in, in the second half. Well, Coleman Hawkins is a guy that's going to have a dunk and then go down the other end and block and then come down the other end and commit a turnover and then go back <laughs> to the other end and have a good defensive stop and come back the other way and have an assist and then you know, then create some other silly turnover. He's just going to be a little bit of everything right now. Remember, he's a sophomore. But they are high on him, and I think you see. First of all, we, you know, Michael Tulips talked about it, and I think Trent Meacham's pointed out too. Probably the best pro prospect, um, body wise, body wise, and I would say this: tools that are there. Mm-hmm. Maybe not tools that are fully developed yet, but tools that are there. Yeah. In some ways, tools that Kofi doesn't have, and he's close to him in height, so. Uh, there's a lot to go. Uh, there's a lot to go with there. You're just going to have to kind of live with some of the mistakes. I like him on the floor. I think, he, I mean, he helps way more than he hurts, but he's going he's, he's gonna to make a few boneheaded plays. Yeah, young guy. And, and I think as something he pointed out when we interviewed him on Sports Talk a few weeks ago, and I, I think we're, we're starting to see it play out, he, he wants to guard guards. He wants to be that NBA-type player. But guys are those guards are still a little smaller, a little quicker. You know, they, they can get around the corner and, and that sort of thing. And I think that's what Coleman's working on. Doug was pointing it out. It's more of just kind of sitting your butt kind of thing, and instead of playing defense with your hands, play more defense with your feet. And, and yeah, I, I think it's something that he'll grow into. I like him at the four. Really liked BBV at the four today. Mm-hmm. I, we saw a lot of him playing the five while Kofi was out, and you know they liked how Kofi was looking with him. And, and what do you know? He had six assists. Five of them, I think, came in, in about a five-minute stretch. Yeah, just a couple of fouls, and the fouls got him. Got to keep As your feet out to of do. Keep your feet out of that landing zone, and you could see where. Oh man, if this if he had more time on the floor two years ago. What would he be right now? Yeah, he's another guy like Hutcherson and a point a texter pointing out, you know, there was a lot of hype on uh, Austin Hutcherson coming in. But same kind of thing, a guy who hasn't played competitive basketball for almost 30 months now, right? He, he's getting back into the flow of it. I think he's trying to find his confidence. You know, that's a huge thing in all of sports, but both of his threes have not looked very pretty. And then once he, he's missed those, he's kind of gone away from looking for his shot. It's all, you know, distribute. And that's led to some turnovers and some other things that, that you want to see out of him. And I, I think 
that's a, a position that he's growing into. Uh, when we talked to him before the season, he wasn't a point guard. He's never really been a point guard, more of just like, uh, I'm a guy so I can handle the ball. And, and now he's being put into a, a new position. Uh, broken record, uh, a lot of guys in different positions this year. There is a lot of newness to a team that has seen a lot of carryover from last year. Uh, got some more texts. Uh, the 217 texter clarifying when DeMonte got called for going through the pick guy. And I remember DeMonte doing that. I think that was his fourth foul. But um, not sure if the correct guy played the free throw or shot the free throws or not. I guess he did. Um... Yeah, don't don't just look at the points, two on seven texture. I'm not saying the defense is great, dog. I'm just saying they played better defense. And once again, the Illini put up 55 points compared to 39 points in the first half. More up tempo. The Illini, I think, scored 1.34 points per possession, which is really, really good. But they gave up... Um, what does that say? 1.197. You don't want to do that. And that's uh, along the lines as we're saying. Uh, the, the team defense concept isn't there. It's a lot of one-on-one on offense and one-on-one on defense. And our guys are, are getting burnt when it, when it comes to the defensive end. So, uh, but, you know, they're, they're working through it. The turnovers. Turnovers cut down in the second half. Once again, still not pretty. Eight of them in the first half, nine of them in the first half, but only four in the second half. And a lot of that was, you know, nobody wants to hear this, but they made some offensive adjustments and they got some better angles to get Kofi the ball in the second half. (laughs) Somebody just asked, uh, where was Jacob Grandison? So I'm assuming if one person didn't hear, then somebody else didn't hear. He has a flu, not COVID, but he was held out because of the flu. Brandon Pajemski also has had it, and that's why he was very limited tonight. Um, and as I recall, football had a flu bug going around. Been hearing a lot of different college campuses and yeah. whatnot. Uh, Florida State, Boston College, Georgia Tech. Uh, just we were these, ha- these are all on the betting, you know, tips <laughs> that people are giving out. That's the only reason I know this. Uh, the, the, the flu bug we weren't hearing as much about last year because I think everybody was isolated, mm-hmm. washing their hands, and keeping masks on. So. The flu bug flu's back. All right, let's do our peak in insurance. Um, which one would this would this would be beyond the expected moment of the game? And I kind of gave it away, but uh, we'll get into it. Don't fall behind early in the game. Build up a solid lead against the unexpected with peak in insurance. Visit peakaninsurance.com or contact a peak in insurance agent to start defending your assets. Um, we could go a, a couple directions with this. Um, pointed out in post game, you know. And we've kind of discussed it here. Just Luke Goody, his grit that he kind of brought in the second half, that was huge. Melendez played some big minutes mm-hmm. in, in the first half and kind of steadied things. But I would say, fouls aside, only 12 minutes of action, but BBV feeding the post, giving it to Kofi, ended up with six assists and only one rebound as a six foot 11 guy. Uh, that, that's, that's a little beyond the expected, right? I wouldn't have called it. No. I mean, what was your over-under set for Benjamin <laughs> Bossman for Donk assist tonight? Well, it, it, if it were to be the number six, I would have guessed that it was rebounds, but uh, he just really <laughs> wasn't in there long enough to get the rebounds, and neither team was missing shots. I, I mean, the Illini shot 62% from the floor, and uh, 
Rio Grande Valley shot 47%. Uh, that was part of the rebounds. But, uh, yeah, once again, you know, BBV getting the ball and, and doing what the point guards couldn't do in the first 20 minutes, and that's feed the big guy and, and get some assists. So that's where I'm going to go with our, our peak and in insurance beyond the expected moment. Verdant, nine to shoot in the left corner. Great feet inside to Coburn for the layup. How about the assist by Bosmith Verdant? Top of the key now drives in, kicks to Bosmith Verdant. Bounce pass inside to Coburn for the layup. High low, Bosmith Verdant inside to Coburn, up and in. Hey, those two guys are teaming up quite a bit. Young man from Belgium, the other from Jamaica. Yeah, thanks for laying that one up for me, Brian. Benjamin Bosman's Verdonk. Zero points in 12 minutes, but six assists, and he gets our peak in entrance beyond the expected moment of the game. Uh, phones have dried up, but we'll still take your thoughts and your texts as well here as we move along in the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. Car payments, mortgages, college tuition. You have enough to worry about, so let peak in entrance relieve some of the stress with auto, home, business, and life insurance at affordable rates. They also offer RV and motorcycle coverage, high-risk auto policies, identity theft services, and more. Request a free quote at PeakinInsurance.com or contact your local Pekin Insurance agent today. Sullivan Park Hill. Buy with confidence. Buy with precision pricing. Sullivan Park Hill. Let's drive! You have a lot to look forward to growing your family, opening your own business, retiring to travel, leaving your legacy. Busey Bank is here to help you celebrate your life's milestones by putting your money to work with thoughtful advice, trusted resources, and proven results. Busey is proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini, a champion for purpose and progress since 1868. Member FDIC. Stay warm this winter with Illini sweatshirts, coats, hoodies, gloves, and hats. Visit the Illini Union Bookstore, the official bookstore of the University of Illinois at the corner of Wright and Daniel in Campus Town for everything Illini. Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. Max Twin City Recycling pays you for all of your scrap metal recycling, including aluminum, brass, copper, and steel. Find us at 2808 North Lincoln Avenue and at maxrecycling.com. We go into practices. We don't know who we have. We go into games. We don't know who we have, and it's, it's kind of next guy up. You know, we're not defining our roles uh, like I would hope, but it's, uh, uh, it is what it is. I can't change that, and I just look at it as, you know, as a blessing. It's getting opportunities to get Luke Goody minutes and, and, and help him grow. It's, it's about uh, DeMonte Williams being, over, being able to slide over and play. It, it's uh, Benjamin Verdant coming in and getting minutes. And, and you know what? We did, we did enough. And uh, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't easy. Now we can go to the film. There's a lot of things we've got to work on. Uh, but uh, here in the next couple of weeks, we don't have much uh, no. uh, much time. He gets busy with the ACC Challenge on Monday with Notre Dame rolling in here, and uh, they're a gifted offensive team. And uh, we got to be up much better on the defensive side. And I have no idea who we will have and who we won't have, but uh, uh, we'll uh, we'll take it as is, and uh, we'll be here on Monday. Guess that's a, a little early. Probably should have played that one a little later. But uh, yeah, the the Illini are just kind of figuring it out on the fly here. Has not been pretty, but also has not been the full complement of players, except for what maybe 
80 minutes at most this year as we're in game six. So Somebody was uh, upset with me that Illinois was in this game tight. Not upset with me personally. I don't have anything to do with it. They it were is just all your fault. It, we yeah. control everything here on the postgame show. We are the fastest, etc. punching bag for Illinois fans. But... Uh, no, very, very concerned. And let me just say, let me let me say, if at the beginning of the season I told you all these issues and injuries that were going to be going on, would you have sat there and just said, oh, they're fine? No. Or would you have said, uh, this is going to be tough? I, I, that's, I, that's, I would be in, in concern mode when you're, you're talking about, you know, first game, didn't have four of your top nine second game didn't have your top one of one and 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 the criticism that is being directed at brad underwood is for lack of adjustments okay pick whatever tactician and great adjuster you have out there and ask them if they would want this situation and sit there and go (laughs) that's no problem Uh, a texter wondering if they're going to use the open roster spot for a point guard and uh, Springfield texter, if you're selling stock in Andre Corbello, I'm still going to buy it. I'm still going to buy up Andre Corbello's oh, stock yeah. as this point, the point guard of this team for this year and maybe next year and, and maybe even the year after that. Um, and, and he's got to get healthy. That's a huge component. The reason why this team was so highly thought of was because they thought they were getting the Andre Corbello that was playing the last 15, 20 Big Ten games last year, and and he hasn't been running this offense. Andre Cabello is still leading the nation in assist rate. It's a small sample size. <laughs> he's probably leading it in turnover rate too. But yeah, <laughs> he's uh, yeah. I would I would hang on to that one too if I were you. I agree entirely. Ninety four points tonight for Illinois is not the most that was scored in the Big Ten tonight. That belongs to Purdue. Of course. Who hung 97 on Omaha. 97 to 40. Um, I was talking with Matt McCumber. He said Gonzaga and Baylor are the two best teams in the nation, and it's not even close. I said, who's third? He said, Purdue. Purdue is legit. That's kind of wild how fast Baylor restocked. Yeah. it is. Purdue is legit national title contender. Um. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. I think Purdue's going to win the Big Ten. And uh, could Illinois, maybe, but I just don't. I mean, Purdue is just on another planet right now. Mm-hmm. Baylor, speaking of, beats Michigan State 75-58 to in the bad boy mowers battle for Atlantis. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Iowa over Portland State, 85 80 85 to 51 that is Penn State loses to LSU 68 63 there was a ton of top 25 matchups tonight some of what we just uh, already uh, told you upset alert Iowa State's ahead of Memphis last check by 23 points under three yeah. minutes to go in the ball game 76 53 Duke leads Gonzaga in a top five matchup 45 42 at the half. Did you see the Dayton shot to beat Kansas? Dayton's had a good day. Dickie V is back. Did Mm -hmm. you hear that call? I did not hear. I only saw it. Yeah, I'll have to. uh, I'll see if I can pull it up. But if not, you'll have to find it. I mean, as I said on on Sports Talk last week, you know, Dickie V's kind of grown on me. Um, He's kind of like Gus Johnson. He just plays his role very well. Do you think some doctor said, "Okay, Dickie, 
Dick, you you can go back and do the games, but you got to hold back. You got to don't don't and whatever he just did probably violated I'm, I'm, every. I was going to say order. I'm not going to try to do a Dicky V impersonation at 10:30 on a on a Friday night. Well, but if there's any I'm time sure, you're going to do it. I'm, I'm sure not saying Tuesday at 9:30 a.m. is the time. <laughs> I'm sure he was saying that he wouldn't do it unless he could be himself. But yeah, the call is right up there with uh, how good the shot was. Tennessee over Tennessee Tech, eighty to sixty-nine. Alabama over Drake, eighty to seventy. Bounce back win there. Mm-hmm. Auburn beats Syracuse, eighty-nine to sixty-eight. Kentucky over North Florida, eighty-six fifty-two. X Xavier edges Virginia Tech, fifty-nine fifty-eight. And USC and San Diego State are playing later tonight. Some of the other games. Well, it it kind of goes to a point that Lauren made in the pregame and I, I I can't remember if you guys were talking to Mike at that point but it's not just Illinois that's struggling here in the early going of November as far as top 25 teams or teams with expectations or or you know whoever you trusted that said these teams were going to be at a level different level than they are right now and you know, maybe maybe it does have something to do with the transfers. Maybe there is a little bit of a hangover after last year and adjusting to a normal, you know, sort of regular season traveling across the country, playing in these MTEs, playing on neutral floors, playing in front of crowds for the first time in months and months. I mean, there it, it, it isn't just right here at the hall in Champaign-Urbana. Theory, first of all, before this transfer circus started, we were already at a state where mid-major basketball teams were pretty good. You had most of your good concentrated in the power conferences, but you have other good teams. Second of all, we all know it takes a few good players. It's not a football team. <laughs> you know, there's, there's five guys on the floor at one time, not 11. And one guy can make such a difference. One guy makes a huge difference. Now you add transfers. There's a lot of really good coaches out there. We've kind of have, we just we know how to basketball a lot better than we've ever done before. I think that's also just a piece of it. Kids are playing the game well. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of parity across the country and and it just it, it, the shoulds and who should win and who shouldn't win kind of stuff kind of eh. I, don't get me wrong. This would have been a bad loss for Illinois mm-hmm. to lose this game tonight. But we know how to basketball. <laughs> All right. More calls, maybe, if you want to give us a ring, do so. 217-356-9397. Got a couple texts here, some clarifications, and some new textures as well. We move along here on Fasters Etc. Post Game Show. How well do you know your insurance company? Uh, well, I know I pay each month, and I'm covered. Okay. Are you sure you have the best rates? Do you have the right coverage for your needs? Are you paying for things you don't need? Well, I haven't actually talked to my agent. I I just assumed... Talk to a real person. Talk to someone local and see the difference. Myers Insurance Group is local and independent, and we're always here to talk. You are not a number. You're family. Myers Insurance Group. We work for you. Whether you're looking for your next career move or to hire your next great employee, call Express Employment Professionals. Express knows jobs. Get to know Express. Your life is always changing, and a lot of things can affect how and what you save. 
so a good retirement plan changes with your life. At Wells Fargo Advisors, we believe conversation leads to financial clarity. So start a conversation today. Wells Fargo Advisors, together we'll go far. In Champaign, call me, Jeff Van Buren, First Vice President of Investments at 359-1641. That's 359-1641. Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say, let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. ABC Sanitary, hauling and recycling. Family owned and locally operated. No contracts. No hidden fees. 356-0909. ABC Sanitary. The one to trust. Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. It's the Fasteners Etc. Postgame Show. You can weigh in on today's game by calling the First State Bank Illini fan line. 217-356-9397. Or texting the Castle Heating and Cooling text line, 217-351-5357. Back to Plummer, 15 to shoot, dump down inside, Coburn layup, good! 33 ties his career high. And again, it was a great pass from Verdun wow. right at the top of the key, good Another turn. assist. Six assists for Boswell for Docks. Hey, I didn't even know that was another BBV assist, but that was Kofi tying his career high at 33. He broke it on a free throw and then later extended it with, I, I think, a pair of free throws and another bucket. Ends up with 38. The Illini win it by nine. Survive UT Rio Grande Valley. And they get a win. That's what it is. 815 texter. Says, I'm putting words in their mouth. They say they're not selling their Corbello stock. They're just wondering if Trent and Corbello don't get healthy, if they would be in the market for a point guard. I don't know if it quite works like that in the free agency game. Um, (laughs) But. They got a couple guards coming next year. Yeah. I, I, I don't imagine that it would be a situation where they try to bring a guy in and. Hopefully both of those guys get healthy sooner than later. Well, that's part of the problem in the Big Ten right now, right? Where are the point guards? Where are the guards? It worked out for Michigan last year to have a transfer point guard. Yeah, They're got, struggling in that position. Got really lucky. Uh, found a, a senior that just knew how to, to play his role last year in Smith, I think his name was. I don't know. He, he was yeah, very Mike tall. Smith. Yep, had the hair. You can't fight it as a coach anymore, but no coach wants this. All the coaches want to be able to develop their talent, nurture point guards, <laughs> and hand the reins over and by the time they're juniors and let them go. But it's not that way anymore. Um, I think most of your success is still going to come where the nucleus stays together. Just my thought. It's hard to throw guys together and then just go play. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, that's yeah, kind yeah. of what Illinois is doing right now. Like, who's available today? Okay, you're on. You're in the starting lineup. Let's go. Right, right. Here Considering. comes two thirds of your Illini. You know. Yeah, they returned. You know, most of the players to the roster, but we still aren't watching those players play together. So, yeah, it is what it is. Um, eight five nine texter uh, says that Duke is up on Gonzaga. Yeah, check that. I, I think they're still at the half and. 
if we could get some internet to cooperate with us, we'd be watching that game. But we appreciate you guys keeping us up to date. And uh, a 312 texter wondering what's going on with Payne seems out of sync and maybe lacking confidence. Um, I think it's it's all of the above. Um, he just really hasn't quite fit into the system. I think that was a big part. You know, once again, people, you know, you, you say you want adjustments, you want adjustments. At a certain point, these guys got to learn how to run the offense. That's what they were trying to do in the first half. And you saw that guys like Payne and, you know, um, just other guys coming in off the bench aren't grasping the system and they're not running things, and, you know, fouls and other guys' performance have kind of pushed Omar Payne back down the depth chart. Brad Underwood said this week, my teams don't often perform well in November. He paused, and he said, and maybe that's on me. But you want to judge this team, you got to judge them in March. That this year is, I'm just becoming more and more convinced, to judge them in March. And look at Brad Underwood teams through the years. Go back and look at their November records. Go back and look at their February and March records. Stephen F. Austin, Oklahoma State, Illinois. I, I, I'm starting to believe that Brad Underwood's a macro adjuster, but not a micro adjuster. Maybe I'm yeah. way off. And maybe if he was sitting right here, he'd give me 10, show me 10 reasons why I'm wrong on that. But... That just seems to be what we have in, in Brad Underwood. Well, head, head coaches, and this is something that he's done, right? It, it, when all else fails, the offense goes back to the spread. Exactly what he put in from the day, the first day he showed up. It's the most simple offense. The idea is to get guys going downhill. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, what they fall back on. Balanced attack, create open shots for cutters and second cutters. And now he's at a point where... He wants to put in his wrinkles, and he's doing that to the guys that he has on the floor. Whether the guys grasp that, I, you know, I haven't played at a very high level, but I've been on teams, you know, where coaches try to put things in, and the basketball IQ among the guys around you just aren't up to snuff, and they aren't picking it up for as much as he wants to scream and, and shout, make these, you know, changes. They just, they just don't grasp it. I, I think this might be one of those teams where. He's putting in, you know, what he what he can. He's going to figure out what works here in November and December when we get into Big Ten play. You tighten up the rotation, you tighten up the playbook, and you go with what works. Well, even if they can grasp it, it's one thing to grasp it. It's another thing to practice it and execute it. Because not everybody's available to do that all the time. That is true. Because I could true. sit, you know, we could sit there and diagram and understand, but actually going out and doing it mm-hmm. is another thing. Also, I, this is not a criticism on any of the current coaches, but just remember, like, Stephen Gentry is a tactician, tactical genius of, of basketball, and they don't have him anymore. I saw a, a former coach tweeting something along those lines uh, after the last game, and, and maybe that is part of it. You know, head coaches don't control all. That's why you've got three guys sitting there on the bench with you. My understanding is that Chin Coleman's pretty good uh, on the X's and O's, and I think probably Orlando and Tigo is fine. I mean, everybody, they're all coaches. They all know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. But they, it just seemed that last year we would hear about how good the scout was collectively. I think, I don't know that it's gone 
it's not a bad it's it's, i'm not i'm not making a comment about the current staff i'm just saying it's it was really good last year that's all i'm saying no another thing that you know as much as we thought this team was plug and play from last year the whole staff was turned over yeah in the last you know eight months for better or for worse um let's get to our keys to the game what do you say keys to the game brought to you by hickory river smokehouse for real texas barbecue it's hickory river smokehouse dine in drive through and pick up order online at hickoryriver.com or your keys. My key is having a seven-foot All-American <laughs> on your roster when everything else isn't going well. Really, they were not getting Kofi touches early. It took him several minutes. Actually, it's pretty remarkable that he did put up 38, given how long it took him to get his first bucket. Yep. I think it was a good, maybe it was the under 12 before he got his first basket. It was somewhere a substantial amount of time in the first half before he got his first mm-hmm. basket. So the the fact that they finally started feeding him effectively and let Kofi do what he's doing was the key to beating Rio Grande Valley because who could really stop Kofi for Rio Grande Valley? Nobody. Nobody could do it. The second thing was a guy that can knock down threes. (laughs) Cold-hearted. Ice in your vein, Alfonso Plummer. I like it. He's a good shooter. Yep. Both of... I, 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 that was it. That was that was the whole game. I mean, com- by the way, a combined sixty-eight points between those two. Why do people treat Brad Underwood as if he's using a cheat code with Alfonso Plummer, <laughs> as if like it doesn't count that you have a great three-point shooter? <laughs> like the other team can shoot them too if they want. Is it only count if we were getting you're getting layups that right. you're a great basketball team? Mm-hmm. I don't understand that stuff. My my slim key to the game because you stole a, a pair of very good ones. They made their throws <laughs> tonight. I didn't steal a pair of very good ones. I stole the obvious ones. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> let you do the hard work. Yeah, but uh, and I found one. Don't you worry. Twenty of twenty four from the free throw line, eighty three percent. I'd have to imagine uh, that's definitely the best they've shot all year, and that might be the best they've shot in a while. Um, 21 of those 24 free throws coming in the second half. And if I was smart and had really thought out my keys to the game, that was my key was just getting downhill. This seemed like a, a game where the line I needed to get to the free throw line to keep it in just to stay in the game. You put points on the board without the clock moving and it gives you free shots at the rim. Yeah. And uh, I, I think the line I getting to the free throw line was a key, especially when Rio Grande had, I think the bus driver is one of their players because <laughs> they were so shorthanded. So, yeah, how many? They ended up playing eight guys, but um, one, two, three, four of the guys played thirty-four minutes or more. Yeah. So the other one was doing laundry. <laughs> yeah, Johnson one, Johnson two, Johnson three, Nelson one, Nelson two. Not enough though. The Illini win it by nine over UT Rio Grande Valley. All right, we'll give you another shot here. Phone line still open. Text line still open. Those are our keys to the game brought to you by Hickory Point Bank with the roots right here in our Champaign-Urbana community. Hickory Point Bank invested. I'm Dan Mark. 
There's nothing better than real Texas barbecue, and no better place to get it than Hickory River Smokehouse. Every cut of beef, brisket, turkey breast, pork shoulder, and on-the-bone chicken are rubbed with a signature spice blend and infused with real hickory smoke for that juicy, award-winning flavor. Open for drive-thru, takeout, dine-in, catering for tailgates, and inside the stadium on game days. Look for your favorite barbecue on the east side of Memorial Stadium. Plus, don't forget you can skip the drive-thru line and order online. It's hickoryriver.com. Can't wait to see you. When I say Milwaukee Tools, the best tools, period, nothing but heavy duty. Milwaukee Tools, the premier dealer, Illini Contractor Supply, Dave York and his team on Bradley Avenue in Champaign. Hi, I'm Jim Pratt, owner of Pratt Home Improvement. I was raised in Monticello and have been in the construction industry for 39 years. Pratt Home Improvement serves all of Central Illinois. Our company specializes in roofing, siding, windows, doors, seamless gutters, gutter protection, sunroom, decks, and grout cleaning. Pratt Home Improvement is also the Sunsetter awning dealer for the area. The Pratt team is insured and bonded. We offer 0% financing on all products and services. As owner of my personal guarantee, we will leave your property clean and neat. Call Pratt Home Improvement, 217-621-5176. Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. Visit Max Twin City Recycling for the fastest, most friendly metal recycling experience in the area. Find us at 2808 North Lincoln Avenue and at maxrecycling.com. Not in Champaign-Urbana, but want to get Illini gear and souvenirs? The Illini Union Bookstore, the official bookstore of the University of Illinois, is open 24-7 at bookstore.illinois.edu. Apparel, gifts, souvenirs, and more. Check it out. Hola. How are you this week, uh, Mr. Johnson? Oh, you doesn't have to call me Johnson. <laughs> My name is Raymond J. Johnson, Jr. Now, you can call me Ray, or you can call me Jay, or you can call me Johnny, or you can call me Sonny, or you can call me Juni, or you can call me Ray J, or you can call me RJ, or you can call me RJJ, or you can call me RJJ Junior. But you don't have to call me Justin. By the way, they've got three Johnsons on this team. Three. Oh. We're really not letting that die from pregame. Lauren really got us good with that one. Lots of Johnsons for UT Rio Grande Valley, but not enough Johnson. As the Illini win 94-84-85, if I can get those numbers out. Fasters, etc. Postgame show. Scott Beatty, Evan Kahn with you. Uh, Texter was so gracious to resend their text because made a good point, and uh, I, I just kind of skipped over it, so we'll get back to it. Big difference that they've seen in the early going is not many transition buckets. Ding, ding, ding. But a lot of that comes with getting stops. And that's something the Illini aren't doing enough on defense. And a lot of that goes away when you don't have Io. Io. Who <laughs> good for, for 8 to 10. Yeah, he just got that breakaway speed and... Uh, just not too many one-man fast break kind of guys on, on this Illinois team, at least in the early going. But they get the win tonight by 9. They'll be back at it again Oop on Monday. Uh, another text uh, complimenting Luke Goody's play. Uh, liked how he played in the second half. Hope he earns more minutes once everybody help, is healthy and uh, learn the 
learn to throw the ball in the post more. Notre Dame is not the best, says this 803 texter, so we'll have to look into that. And that was kind of what people had said from the go get-go. Uh, I think they were under 500 last year and uh, just kind of in between there up at Notre Dame. And hopefully the Illini can get a little healthier uh, by Monday's game, maybe throw Jacob Brandison back in there, or maybe even Crabello as well. And get some get some things going. Uh, six one eight texter says that uh, a recruit was there again. How many times will he be on campus before he announces his commitment? And uh, it was pointed out on Twitter that typically in the past, uh, not very good games. The Illini have gotten commitments from Io Sumu and Kofi Coburn. Um, they did pull it's off part the, of the plan. They did pull off the win today, uh, and I haven't seen a commitment from Jeremy Fears yet. But uh, that's something that, that people are, are keeping an eye on and uh, a big get. That's for the 2023 class. So a uh, couple years down the road to look for that. Uh, Notre Dame coming off a loss to Texas A&M. They had a 14-point lead in the game, by the way. And A&M played Wisconsin close. Uh, Twelve second-half turnovers for, for Notre Dame. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know that they're high on what <laughs> – I like how David Woods wrote this. Uh, Notre Dame – it, Notre Dame left Las Vegas as so many other visitors have with next to nothing. <laughs> but it, it, they it, beat Chaminade, but they did not beat a Division One opponent in the event out there. Oh, oh! So they were out there for or in Vegas for Maui. Is that how that works? Or was it, yeah, it there must might have be, been yeah, another yeah. event going yeah, on in Vegas? Yeah. And but they, I think they lost to St. Mary's also. And St. Mary's beat Wisconsin. So um, yeah, a lot of a lot of all kinds of just games going on this week. I. I kind of forgotten how crazy this week is when it comes to all these different MTEs. I mean, you up in New York, down in Atlantis, out in what should be Maui. I mean, you got you're on islands, you're in deserts, <laughs> you're in cities. It's crazy. <laughs> I I thought I had another text to get to here, but maybe I didn't and I thought I had another point to make, but maybe I didn't. Um, it would probably had to do with, you know, the, the defense has got to be better. I, I That's my biggest concern. The offense will figure itself out. Coaches say that all the time. You probably don't want to hear me to say that, but they're going to figure it out. They've got Kofi in the middle. They've got a fifth-year senior in Trent Frazier that can drop 30 when he's healthy. You've got Corbello, best assist ratio in the world for, you know, two years running. They'll get the offense figured out. It's help side defense. It's covering picks. It's, you know, just getting back a lot less transition points. I think they've gotten beat in transition points for three games in a row now. Those are the things that concern me that need to get cleaned up. But there are also things that, Brad Underwood harps and preaches, and he demands out of his players. That's why we saw R.J. Melendez playing in the first half and not Austin Hutcherson, and we saw more Austin Hutcherson in the second half because he was doing those things. Defense travels. All right. Last call. Get your calls in. Get your texts in. Wrapping up. Fasteners, et cetera, postgame show. Car payments, mortgages, college tuition. You have enough to worry about. So let Pekin Insurance relieve some of the stress with auto, home, business, and life insurance at affordable rates. They also offer RV and motorcycle coverage, high-risk auto policies, identity theft services, and more. Request a free quote at PekinInsurance.com or contact your local Pekin Insurance agent today. Shambana Sales for all your snow and ice removal equipment. Boss snowplows and salt spreaders and Aaron snowblowers with parts and service for other brands. 3310 North Mattis and ShambanaSales.com.
Trent Meacham from Cozad Asset Management. Investing in your growth. Cozad Asset Management can help you see the big picture. Our advisors provide you with a full understanding of your assets along with tax implications. When you're ready, we will work with you to create a financial plan that helps pursue your vision. Please give me a call at 217-356-8363. I'd love to connect you with our team of financial professionals. Securities offered through M Holding Securities, Inc., a registered broker-dealer, member FINRA and SIPC. COZAD Investment Advisory Services offered through COZAD Asset Management, Inc. COZAD Asset Management and the Downey Group, Inc. are independently owned and operated. Hi, this is Max with MX Electric, and I just want to say, let's go Illini. If you have any electrical needs, remember, relax, call Max. You can visit mxelectric.net. Hey, Illini fans. Thanks for voting Dick Van Dyke Appliance World number one in Champaign County for a fourth straight year. Come see our newly remodeled showroom on North Neal. Wow. Best of luck to all the players and coaches during today's game. This is Angela Carr with Prospect Bank. Go Illini. Benjamin was the difference in the first half. Uh, you know, six assists, uh, completing high-low passes. Uh, we got off to a start that our, our post-entry passes were just uh, uh, nothing short of abysmal. And, uh, uh, you know, that's unique. Uh, that's something we've got to clean up, we've got to continue to work on. But, uh, again, uh, you know, those are unforced errors. Those are things that we can work on and we can get better at. But. Uh, uh, again, we have no flow. We've had no flow. We've had so many guys out, and 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 practices. Uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm getting to the point where I hate to look at my phone from Paul Schmidt every day to see who in the heck's here and who's not. So, um, you know, we got to get it right. And and uh, uh, but and I would I should mention also Luke Goody was yeah was gonna uh, mention showed that. showed a ton of toughness and grit. He's been out. He didn't play a lick in Kansas City uh, because of tight back and back spasms and. And uh, literally just threw him out there tonight. And, uh, uh, you know, he wasn't afraid to make a big three. He wasn't afraid to take a pull-up jump shot. And uh, was really good tonight. So I'm, I'm glad to see that. Illini figuring it out in a win. 98, 94, 85. It's about right. I've been reading way too many numbers tonight. It's about time to wrap up the Fasteners, etc. postgame show. Here on News Talk 1493.9 FM WDWS Champaign-Urbana. You're going to get a well-deserved 12-hour break after this. Yeah, looking forward to that. Light Rock 97.5 WHMS Champaign-Urbana. Going to get a great night's sleep all night. Get up in the morning and we'll be back here. We won't be here for... Don't don't miss Illini Pella Saturday Sports Talk starting at 9 with Stephen Lauren, but... We'll be back for football pregame at 12.30. There's some women's basketball in there, too. Over on HMS, because women's basketball starts at 10.45-ish, mm-hmm. 11 o'clock tip, as they continue to play down at Daytona Beach. So start there, come over for pregame. Once that's over on, on Light Rock, we'll join up for the game at 2.30. And the Illini football team will wrap up the regular season looking to bring the land of Lincoln Trophy downstate to Illinois' Big Ten team in the Fighting Illini. It'll be a full day. I'm looking forward to it. Finally putting a wrap on on this crazy month here in the next few days or so. Sheesh! We'll get ready for Notre Dame after we get through this Northwestern game. All right, I got to finish up this season We'll dive into the scout on Notre Dame, and we'll have all kinds of breakdown next week because we've got a 4 o'clock sports talk, a 5 o'clock sports talk, and a 6 o'clock pregame. 
before an 8 o'clock tip. So don't worry, JR. We're going to let you know every single thing you need to know about Notre Dame come Monday. And the Illini are going to get this thing figured out. All right? It is November 26th. I think there's still, what, three and a half months to go on the season? Mm-hmm. It's a long, long way to go. And the Illini got to win tonight. Less than three months till baseball season. Hey, can't wait for that. Saw some signings tonight. We're not going to get into that because I don't have that kind of time. But once again, get into it on Sports Talk next week. Scott Beatty, thank you for your help tonight. Me out. Managing all kinds of different ball games here. Already gave you a legal ID, so I'm just going to say goodnight to all you fine folk who stuck around. We will talk to you tomorrow night. The preceding program was an exclusive presentation of News Talk 1400 and 93.9 FM WDWS and Light Rock 97.5 FM WHMS Champaign-Urbana, Champaign Multimedia Group Stations.